Welcome to the second episode of a three-part podcast series about the partnership between Aldergrove Credit Union and their credit union peer, GNF Financial Group. I'm Ellen Edwards, and with me today are Gus Hartle, CEO of Aldergrove Credit Union, as well as Bill Kish and Jeff Schufeld, co-CEOs of GNF Financial Group. Welcome, everyone. Hi, Alan. Hello. Hello, everyone. Okay, well, let's get to our agenda for today. The question that members might be thinking about is, if both credit unions are doing well financially, then why merge now? Why rock the boat? You are functioning well. Both credit unions are preparing to open new branches. Financially, you're in great shape. What would be the benefit in merging the two credit unions? That really is the million-dollar question, Alan. It's true. In our current state today, we are financially strong, independently of one another. The benefit in merging now is about securing our future to serve our members for generations to come. The questions that have kept me up at night staring at the ceiling are, what will banking look like in five years? Will we be able to continue to provide members with the tools they need and are asking for? And finally, can we keep pace with the larger sized competitors? Ultimately, in my role as CEO, I need to be thinking about our future and how we can continue to provide career opportunities for our staff while delivering the products and services our members need. Well, thanks, Gus. Uh, Jeff, we understand that the GNF board asked management to approach Aldergrove Credit Union to discuss the possibilities of a merger. What was it that prompted this? Well, one difference uh, with credit unions is there's a board of directors that represents the membership. And in our case, our, our directors looked at some of the same challenges that Gus discussed. How do we remain competitive? What are some of the challenges we face? And as we go through our planning annually, we we want to make sure that we are serving our members as best as possible. Um, it's not necessarily about merging. It's what could we do to serve our members better and what are our members looking for? Um, there are really four four groups, though, that uh, when we make decisions, we need to consider uh, our members, our community, our employees, and the credit union itself. Uh, but it definitely starts with our members' needs. Housing is expensive in the greater Vancouver market, and many of our members or their families have been moving eastward. Our members frequently ask if we'll be opening more branches in the Fraser Valley. When we announced the merger with Aldergrove, I had a call with one of our members of GNF that had originally started with Mount Pleasant Credit Union. He was now living out in the Fraser Valley and had been using us less and less as he had moved, and he saw this as an opportunity for him to re-engage with our credit union and uh, saw the benefits of expanding our branches. We also realized there are limitations on how we could do more together, keeping up with digital banking particularly, and staying relevant for our members. Things are changing so quickly in the financial services industry. Whether ACU and GNF are together or apart, both credit unions need to strengthen their offering to their members and move quickly and invest significant funds into building the digital, mobile, and branch network infrastructure they need to stay competitive. If we don't move fast enough, we'll risk losing valuable members to more equipped financial service providers. As well, if we merge and pool our resources, we'll be in a better position to uphold our roots as a local community cooperative. Well, that makes a lot of sense to meet the challenges of the changing world we live in. Bill, can you describe some of the work the credit unions have done to make sure that merging is the right decision? Do the credit unions have any experience with mergers? 
Gus alluded to some of the experience from the Alder Grove side, and GNF is actually the composition of 38 credit unions that have come together over time. The last one there was about 2004, where it was United Savings and GNF came together at that time. So that's a little while ago, but certainly it's enough of a history to let us know that how the process should work and how to do it correctly. Uh, in terms of the actual work that we've done together since the board of directors gave us the go-ahead last summer that Jeff talked about earlier, we went through a very extensive due diligence process beginning in September, where each credit union has to look at the other, and you look at about 16 or 17 key areas, things like governance and lending and technology, and you, you identify all of those areas, and then you want to really understand, are there any barriers, are there any things that you should be aware of that is happening at each of the credit unions, or how best might you combine the actual resources from each organization so you can determine how it is best to move forward. We completed that process between September and December, and in December our boards gave the go-ahead that they didn't see any barriers outstanding that would significantly give us a reason not to continue. So we continued our application and submitted that to the regulator in January. Well, thanks, Bill. I'm going to ask the hard question. What risks do you foresee with this merger, Bill? We've done a lot of work analyzing the potential risks of the merger, looking at the results of other mergers in the credit union system more recently, and we believe we can overcome these risks by careful planning, remaining open and transparent with our employees, and continuing to encourage feedback from our members as to what's working for them and what isn't, and taking actions where needed. So to answer your question for this merger, some of the risks that we see are loss of employees, loss of members, and misalignment of our two cultures. Well, Gus, did you want to speak to the risk of losing employees? Yes, for sure, Alan. You know, we take the risk of losing employees very, very seriously. We would not be where we are today without our wonderful staff. You know, we see a role for everyone in the new merged credit union, but there will be some cases where roles are duplicated. So we'll give our employees the opportunity to transition to new roles within the larger credit union. We're committed to supporting our employees through the changes that are ahead, and we want them to come out the other side of this process happy and excited to be working with our new credit union. Well, thanks, Gus. Jeff, can you speak to the risk of losing members due to the merger? It certainly is a risk, and ultimately we are here for the membership. That's what's different about credit unions. So there is a risk after the merger goes through that some members may not feel their values aligned with the merged credit union. Other members may not agree with the line of products and services we offer. These are valued concerns, and we want to respond to members who have any reservation about the merger. We're committed to remaining true to our cooperative values. We hope that members see these values living on in the merged credit union, and they'll continue to be part of our future together. Bill, did you want to say something about the product offering? Sure, Jeff. In most cases, and for the initial period following the merger, Members of both credit unions are going to retain their current products, their accounts, and their other financial services unless they choose otherwise. This merger presents an excellent opportunity to review the different accounts that are offered by each credit union and determine what are the best options going forward. Over time, we'll evaluate the available products and services to ensure they're meeting the needs of members. We want our members to know we have them top of mind always. Well, thanks, Bill. Gus, can you speak to the issue of cultural alignment. What happens if employees believe their values aren't reflected at work? Well, again, Alan, this is something that we take very seriously because having a strong culture really is essential to a functioning, productive, and happy workforce. We're going to work diligently to ensure all employees share excitement with the creation of a stronger organization that presents more opportunities for a brighter future. 
although Aldergrove uh, Credit Union and GNF have been collaborating with each other uh, for over uh, a decade, we we truly believe our cultures are aligned and and can back that up with the cultural values assessment we completed last fall. You know, most people really don't enjoy change. There's a right way and a wrong way to combine our workforces. When we merge, we will follow a careful process to manage change. This means being open and honest with our employees, making sure we're clear when we communicate with our people, providing strong and clear leadership. We'll need to make those key decisions in a timely manner and do whatever we can to reduce our employees' feelings of uncertainty. Jeff, from the GNF standpoint? Past mergers have created opportunity for our employees to learn, to be promoted. And when you look back, uh, we've seen employees be promoted to new positions and certainly learn new skills. We see this merger very similar to the ones that we've been involved with in the past, which are ones of opportunity. Uh, coming out of the last couple of mergers, it created the opportunity for us to invest in our employees, invest in our branches, our branch network and technology. It did create a lot of opportunity for our members, for our staff, uh, as mentioned, the, the community and our credit union. So it definitely created opportunity for everyone. And again, this merger we see as one that could be characterized as opportunity. Bill, from your perspective? Yeah, absolutely. From a member perspective, I can tell you that many of our long-term members originated with one of the credit unions in our DNA, and we've never heard any of them say that they wish that we hadn't merged. They've always enjoyed the experience that came out as a result. One of the heartening things that we hear is it's coming across as a negative, but what the most obvious concern we hear from our members is that we don't want you to change. So that's kind of a backhanded compliment. We don't want you to grow to get bigger for the sake of growing and getting bigger, and that's absolutely not our intention at all. Our intention is to be able to maintain the level of services, improve the level of services, and make the investments that will just continue to improve that local experience that our members have always enjoyed. Mergers that serve the common good always seem to work. I want to thank you, Gus, Bill, and Jeff, for sharing your thoughts today. I hope this helps your members learn about some of the work and thinking that's gone on behind your decision to merge. Alan, I'd, I'd, I'd like to just add at this point of our discussion that this merger will only be successful with a positive vote by the Aldergrove Credit Union members. I believe, as does our board of directors, that this merger is in the best interests of our members, our staff, and the communities we serve. And I'd like to provide some examples of some of the benefits that our members will enjoy as a result of this merger opportunity. Our members will have more locations to choose from. There'll be 24 branches from downtown Vancouver out to the valley. Payment solutions such as Apple Pay and Samsung Pay and Google Pay would be available for our members that isn't available today. A refreshed online banking and mobile banking app will be available. An expansion of our mobile service offering. Our experts in mortgages, investments, retirement planning, business, and insurance will come to you, which we don't do today. More support for business members. More lending options for larger business members. And more mobile advisors. An enhanced product and service offering that better reflects our members' needs. And ultimately, it'll be up to Aldergrove Credit Union members to decide whether they support the proposal and agree with the benefits that have been discussed. Please learn all that you can about this process and look for your member notice, which will be mailed to you this spring. Well, thanks, Gus. Bill, can you explain why the GNF membership won't be taking part in the vote? 
The process to merge with Aldergrove Credit Union is being structured such that Aldergrove members will be asked to approve the transfer of their assets to GNF, so GNF will technically continue. While the members of GNF won't be required to vote on the transaction, their feedback is invaluable, and we're welcoming members to join us with their thoughts and concerns at every step of the way. Thanks, Bill. Uh, Gus and Jeff as well. The members of both organizations are urged to stay involved and be informed. For our listeners, if you would like to learn more about the proposed merger between the credit unions, please visit their joint website at togetherweerebetter.ca. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with Episode 3, where the CEOs answer some of the top questions that their members have sent in. Don't miss it. <laughs>